I'm going to read real quick at First Samuel chapter 14. We're in the middle of a collection of talks entitled Perhaps God. How many have enjoyed this uh, collection of talks so far? Uh, perhaps God. Matt Carissa, we're so glad you're watching online. Rich, man, we're glad you're online. Lakeisha, Diana, man, we're praying for you. Man, we're glad you guys are watching online. But turn your Bibles real quick to First Samuel chapter 14. We've been, this has kind of been our anchor verse for the past six or seven weeks. Uh, man, this has been a verse that has just been on my heart. This is this has been my this has been my life for the past fall in this season. And just saying, man, perhaps, perhaps, maybe. Let's see what God can do. And you know what I like about it? It's God showing up. God said, man, it's like, oh, you challenging me, boy. And God's showing up, and he's doing something incredible. And I love this. Jonathan said to his young armor bearer, come. Let's go over to the outpost of those uncircumcised men. Perhaps the Lord will act on their behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or by few. Do all that you have in mind, his armor bearer said. Go ahead. I want everyone to say this out loud, right? Go ahead. I am with you, heart and soul. I'm with you, heart and soul. The title of my uh, collection of talk today, title of my message today is Heart and soul, if you're taking notes, heart and soul. I love that. We're transitioning from perhaps God to I am with you, heart and soul. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you. Anoint me. Let's, have, let's, let's be a phenomenal day. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody shout it. Amen. Thank you, Abby, so much. Here's what I love. Jonathan's armor bearer said, I'm with you, heart, and I'm with you, soul. You know what he was really saying? He was really saying, touch screen, right? Boom. He was really saying, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. Now, I don't know uh, if you've ever had a situation where you were like, you know what? Uh, um, I feel like I haven't held a mic in a really long time. And so I'm trying to, do I hold it up here? Is this what Gen Z's do? Is this what? Is this what we do? Or down here, I heard there's an antenna down here. Right? Lorenzo said, no, no, right here. Hey there, guys. So, uh. So it's been a while. All right. Have you ever been to a, have you ever been to a, uh, that's going to bother some of you this whole entire service, huh? I'm going to do, okay. So have you ever, this is my uh, connection conversation right here. All right. Have you ever been uh, invited to something or, or interested in something and you're like, Dude, sign me up. I mean, what I'm talking about like whether it's an event, whether it's a party, whether it, whatever it is, and you're like, dude, sign, I, I, hey, I'm all in. Let's go, and you're rah rah, and you high five, right? But then they go, well, it's it's, it's, it's going to cost something. And the moment you learn it costs something, you go, I'm good. Sometimes you, Christians, I love you guys, but come on, you're, you're like, I'll pray about it. Like, come on, really? Like, like, when you go out with me, I'll pray about it. That's a stern no. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. Um, I had an opportunity just, I believe, a couple months ago and got an email. I mean, this was like a dream. Can I be real with you? I mean, this is like for real. Like, this is where, this is where I'm able, they're, they're going to fly me out. You're going to fly me? Like, you know how expensive gas is for airplanes? You know, like, 
You're going to fly me out and you're going to put me in a hotel and I get to be in a room with just incredible people. I mean, really? Like, are you serious? I was like, babe. And then I read and you got to keep reading. All right. Just going to let you know that you got to keep reading. And finally I read, it was like, it's all free, all expense paid, just a minimum donation of $10,000. And I went, oh, I'm busy. You know what? I ain't going. Because I got family. You know what I mean? Like, right? I was all in. Until I saw that, that, that really expensive price tag. And can I just tell you, sometimes we're this way with God. That we'll say, God, I'm all in. God, I'll do it. And can I just tell you, God wants all of you, heart and soul, and he even wants your money. He even wants your money. Now, if you're brand new with us today, yes, I'm talking about this. Fun topic. Super fun. All right. So I'm glad you're here today. Fun topic. But there's something powerful about money in our lives. Jesus talks more about money than the New Testament. More than miracles, more than kingdom of heaven. Talks about money. But there's a reason that God wants your money. And there's, there's phrases we use at Avenue Church all the time. We don't pass buckets here. We have giving boxes. We have online um, as well. Today is Legacy Sunday, but we'll never ask you to give. We will, ask, we will simply ask you to ask God. But this is so interesting because I really believe if you're in this church and you say, Pastor, man, I, 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 I went to connect. I went to the all, all four steps. I'm, I'm serving on the A-team. Can I just give it up for A-team? A-team, you are incredible. I'm serving on the A-team. I'm at the pop-up market, right? Like we had, I'm going to share it in later on in my message, but I'm excited. We had 21 people at our pop-up market yesterday. Man, we fed over 1,000 people yesterday at the Clark High School, right? That's incredible. Man, you said, I'm in a small group. I'm attending. Like I'm just, I'm here for crying out loud. Uh, I'm worshiping. I'm reading my word. But if you're, and I really believe this, if you're in this room and you're saying, I'm doing all the things, no God, find freedom, discover purpose, make a difference. I'm doing all the stuff, but I still don't feel fulfilled. This might be the missing ingredient. It just might be. Now, here's what I want you to know, because this bothers some, of the, some, some people in this room. God wants all of you hard and soul, even your money. And the reason why God wants your money is because God wants your money because it's connected to your heart. That's why he wants our money. He wants our money. Matthew chapter 19. I love this. This is Jesus with the disciples. He has a teaching moment. And this is Jesus said, he said, behold, a man came up to him saying, teacher, what good deeds must I do to have eternal life? This is a lot like church, isn't it? Like, okay, hey, what, what can I do to make it in? Like, I, don't, I really don't want to go to hell. You know, I, it's not, it doesn't sound fun. Right? What, what do I do? And Jesus said to him, why are you asking me about what is good? What good deed do I do? There is only one who is good. And you know what's interesting? A lot of times we can get distracted from good deeds. Can I be real today? I like doing good deeds. I believe, I mean, don't, I mean, this is not like either black or white, you know, I'm like, yes or no. We can do both hands. But sometimes I really believe the, 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 sometimes a good thing can actually distract us from a God thing. I mean, and we're doing good. And there's people on this planet, they'll do good things, but they're not doing the God thing. 
And this is my prayer. God, am I doing a good thing even though I'm Pastor Avenue Church, a life-giving church, turning five years next year? Is this, are we doing good things? Are we doing God things? I want to do God stuff. Man, I want to, I want to, man, everything we do, we pray and we fast and we fall our face before God. I say, God, what do you want to do with your church? This is your church. This is God's church. Upon this rock, Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So sometimes a good thing can distract us from a God thing. Sometimes a good thing is good enough for us. And we say, I'm all in just a good amount. And Jesus continues on to say, Matthew 19. He goes, if you would enter life, keep the commandments. This guy says, oh, which ones? <laughs> I like this guy, you know what I mean? Like, like this is Jesus, you know? And, and a lot of times we're in there, and this is our prayer time, right? Like, how far is too far, Lord? And he goes, oh, which ones? Jesus said, you shall not murder. Didn't do that today. You shall not commit adultery. I'm good to go. You shall not steal. I don't think I did, you know? You shall not bear false witness. I didn't lie or bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother. Well, you know, I'm a little iffy, you know, but I'm doing good. I have a decent relationship. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I'm working on it. And the young man said to Jesus, all these I have kept. What do I still lack? He's saying, I want to be all in. I've done all this stuff. I've done, no God. Find freedom. Discover purpose. Make a difference. I've done it all, but I'm missing something. He goes, what do I still lack? And this is what Jesus said. Jesus said, if you would be perfect, go sell what you possess, give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. When the young man heard this, I want you to catch this, he had left Jesus. When he heard this, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. He was rich. He was a rich, young ruler. But I want you to understand, God didn't want his money. Jesus wasn't saying like, you know, you could really fund my missionary journey to Italy and blah, 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 you know, to Ephesus and Galatia. But what Jesus was really doing was, I, God doesn't want your money. He wants your heart. He wants your heart. You know, if you, there's this whole new thing out there, right? Like Bitcoin. Where my Bitcoin people at? You're like, yeah, you know, like our dog coin or stocks. Let's go old school. Stocks. You know, there's there's different things out there that you can invest in. A Roth, Roth IRA or, you know, or whatever it is. You know, there's, there's people in their church. That's your gift. I need you in my life. I really do. Right, but there's, there's stocks or whatever. And if you put money and you, you, you buy a stock, you're not just going to put money in a stock like, like Apple or Walmart or whatever. You're not just going to put money in it and never look at it again. You're going to look at it every single day. Did it go up? Did it go down? Ooh, it went down. You know, sell, sell, sell. It went up. Yeah. Because Jesus knew that your money is connected to your heart. Matthew chapter 6, he says, for where your treasure is, there your heart is. What you invest in is where your heart is. I found this interesting. He says, the eye is to the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy or your vision is healthy, and you're doing the God thing instead of the good thing, your whole body will be full of light. 
But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. And if the light is in, is, if then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? You cannot serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other. A lot of times this happens, you know, the, the church just wants my money. So I hate the church and I love my money. Or the other way around, you know, I love God, so therefore I hate money. I have a problem with that too. And this is what it says, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. And here's what I've learned over the years. You know what giving does for me or generosity? Generosity helps me to keep my heart in check. Generosity is fun. Generosity is when I give, I'm telling my money that, hey, listen up. Money, right? Dollar bills, hundred, you know what I mean? Whatever it is. Like, I'm telling my money, hey, money, I have money. And it's okay to have money, but money doesn't have me. Understand? I have money, but money doesn't have me. And I love Jesus. There's another situation, because there's some people in this room, you're like, I don't, I don't, have, I don't have money. I, I, I have I, paycheck to paycheck. I'm struggling. Oh, you have enough to give that whole like 10% deal, tithes and offering. And I love this story in Luke chapter 21. So Jesus looked up and he saw the rich putting their gifts into the offering box. He saw a poor widow put in two small copper coins. He said, truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all of them. She put in two little coins, more than everybody else. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. I want you to understand, friends, it's never about the amount. It was about the heart. It was about the heart. It was about the heart. So this rich young ruler goes away and said, I, 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 I have too many possessions to sell it all. And can I be real as your pastor? I still have questions. Like, Jesus, did you really want him to sell, like, everything? All of it? But here's what I love. Jesus said, again, I tell you to the disciples, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, I love this. You got to check this out. They were greatly astonished, saying, who then can be saved? Can, like, what's going on? And Jesus looked at them and said, with this, with man, this is impossible. We quote this all the time, don't we, right? With, this, with man, this is impossible. But with, but with God, all things are possible. He's talking about money. He's talking about salvation. And this is what he says in the next one. I love this. Now, Peter, where the Peter's in the room, right? You just say it, right? I love Peter's in the room, right? And here's Peter. Peter goes, see, see Jesus, see, I knew it, right? I love this, right? <laughs> He's probably on the 18. Peter, and he says this, see, we have left everything and followed you. What then will we have? Now, can I be real? I was expecting Jesus to be like, get behind me, Peter, you know, like, again, Peter, you know, and Jesus said to them, I really was. But Jesus said, truly, I say to you, in the new world, in the new heaven, in the new earth, is that in the new world, when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes as Israel. And everyone 
who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or land for my name's sake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. Incredible. Incredible. Now here's what I want you to understand though. If you are a business person, I want you to hear my heart. And that's a very important phone call. Take it. No. That was good, huh? Now, if you're a business person watching online or in this audience, and you're too busy to serve, and you're serving Monday through Saturday, Monday through Friday, number one, take a Sabbath, please. Right? But if you're too busy, and you're working, and, 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 and you're, you, you have, we call it, you have the legacy gift. I mean, everything you touch just turns to gold, and you're going, how is this? Why is this? Did you know you are serving the kingdom of God by being a business leader? I want you to understand that. Now, here's a, here's a statement we always say in business. There is a ROI, all right? ROI means return on investment. I grew up in, uh, uh, in the Midwest, and I know it's this way uh, pr- pr- pretty much everywhere, but it was always like, you know what? I'll do something good for that business or that person or even the local church as long as I get an ROI. As long as there's something in it for me. I think that's, that's good business. But you know what I believe here at Avenue Church? We have what's called an E-R-O-I. We have an eternal return on investment. There are so many things in this world where we can just, you know what, I fund that, and we're going to feed people, and we're going to help people, we'll relocate people. But you know what we do at Avenue? We have an eternal return on investment, and that's filling heaven. That's populating heaven. I want you to understand this before you're like, oh my gosh, okay, Pastor Jeremy said I got to sell everything. I don't like this church. I want you to understand our stuff is not going with us to heaven. I want you to understand, but our stuff could bring people to heaven. We have an E-R-O-Y at Avenue. Every single thing we do Man, it helps the vision of people to know God. Whatever that looks like. Man, is it a spirit of excellence? Is it so people can be comfortable in God's house? Now, we want people to know God. I want you to know religion or, or, or all those different things. I want you to know, I don't want you to know church. I want you to know, I want you to know Jesus so that you can find freedom, so you can discover your purpose and make an eternal difference. There's an eternal ROI. I have done many funerals, unfortunately. And at every funeral, there's always a funeral procession where we go from, the, you know, wherever the funeral, pop, uh, funeral home is, whatever it is, and then we follow the, the hearse all the way down to the burial. And every time I've done that, I've been in line in my car following it. I have never seen a U-Haul truck behind the hearse. Because my stuff isn't going with me to heaven, but my stuff could bring people to heaven. I could leave a legacy. I could leave an impact. So I want to ask you today, is what we're spending our money on going to show up in heaven? Don't you love money talks? Super fun. But here's what we want to do at Avenue, with all my heart. Man, I want to leave a legacy. I don't want to leave a dynasty. Because in dynasty, this is my kingdom. Jeremy's kingdom or your Kingdom, but the problem with dynasties is someone always has to lose when it comes to dynasty. But when it comes to legacy, I believe everyone wins. Everyone's impacted. 
And that impact doesn't run just wide, but also runs deep. Runs through, uh, man, our children and our children's children. How many know Avenue Church, man, we are just a small piece of the puzzle of the legacy God is doing in this city. But we want to make an impact. I want to leave a legacy. Here's what I love. Here's our pop-up market. This is yesterday. 21 A-teamers at the pop-up market yesterday. And uh, that is really pixelated. I don't know why, but there it is. And, and man, we had a great time. We were, we were putting, oh, we, uh, we helped between 800 to 1,000 individuals coming through our, our pop-up market. Uh, I love this. We ha- I even have two ladies back here. They showed up without their parents. Come on, somebody. Yeah. And uh, we had young and old there. And, and Matt, we made an impact, and we, 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 we love it. Trust One Project loves us. But can I be real with you? We fed people for maybe a week. We gave God frozen turkeys out. We gave corn out. Man, we gave peaches, you know, all these different items, milk out. We fed people for a week, and we're going to continue feeding people. We're going to continue making a difference. But man, can, can we feed people for eternity? Can we make an impact somehow, some way? Because legacy is the impact that we have made. Legacy is the impact that we have made. I really believe God has given, given us resources. They don't belong to us, but it's also for us. That God has given you resources. It is okay to have things as long as things don't have you. It's okay to have money as long as money doesn't have you. But man, what can we do with money? Man, I'm about to share a couple things, but there's a video I want to show you real quick of an incredible couple in our church uh, named Steve and Jackie. And uh, they're going to share their story. And I want you to dial in, listen to the words that they, that they say. But this is a, uh, man, I'm just so proud uh, to know Steve and Jackie. So real quick, watch this video. I'm Jackie Anderson. I'm Steve Rose. and We've been at Avenue since a month after it started. And the reason we missed the first month is because we were from the movement in Orange County and they forgot to tell us you were starting. (laughs) So (laughs) as soon as we found out, we came over and immediately we were sold. I would say that giving is just super fun. You know, it's, it's, once you get in the habit, it's not that hard to do. If you're really self-sufficient, you invest in yourself and your education and your career and maybe buy a rental home, whatever you do, then you've got plenty to spread around and it's really fun. Well, I've got a background in finance and personal finance. So um, I think the one thing that happens to people is they think they can't afford to give. And so what I do is I have them write down a list of their needs and a list of their wants. And what are your needs? Enough calories to not lose weight, basic clothing, a safe place to sleep, transportation to work, basic medical care, that's it. And then I say, okay, now list your wants. And the list of your wants becomes super long. Now that you know what your needs and your wants are, Take a little bit of money from your want section, not your need section, and put it on the side of your wallet and look for a place to give it. So now look for an organization that's doing good work, that you can trust the leaders, you know what they're doing, right? and then give something from your wants to the group. And I think just doing those small things will just really change people. Yeah. I guess I've been you know, seeing generosity for so long that, again, I don't feel like we give sacrificially. And that'd be a great idea, but it doesn't work because you keep giving and you keep getting more. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I never connect those dots. And I never think about giving to get because I don't think that is a good idea. I no. don't think it works. Right. Um, you have to just give to give. But if you're doing your homework, it's not that easy to give. You have to really check things out and be wise about it. Mm. Um, but I think if you think about all you need is your needs, that really short list of needs, then most of us, whether it's our time or our money, but most of us can give our money and still have more than we need. If you're attending a church that you really believe in, that's really doing good work, certainly not a burden. It's a responsibility in the good way. It's like the responsibility of helping your kids have the right clothes and lunch to go to school. So it's, um, it's a good responsibility, but it's a blessing to see what they do with it. So growing up, my parents, especially my dad, it was a big deal to them as far as, um, you know, talking about the tithing. And then when I married Jackie, her family, all they did was talk about money. That was their big thing. And so it, to me, it was a taboo thing. We don't talk about money, you know, and that's even within a church. I mean, it's like, it's hard sometimes to talk about money and resources and, and so, but I think it's good to talk about it because like, what do you, you know, just like what we're doing right now, how do you, how are you doing it? And are you being blessed by it or is it a burden? It's not a burden. It's, it's, um, it's, it's great. Like Jackie says, it's great to see things happening and, and the benefits of that. And it, it really feels good. It's a good yeah, feeling. Yeah, and he says our family always talks about money. Uh, you know, <laughs> we talk about investing and making money and partnering together to make money and loaning each other money to make money. So it should be the same with the church. Like we should all be able to sit down and say, what would Avenue do if they had another $10,000? And if that's something we want to do, we should come together as a group and each put in what we can you know, afford, but really what we call are called to put in and make it happen. And then think about what's the next investment we can make as a group. Mm -hmm. Because we want to, it's fun to keep growing. So, um, but the rigid rules, the 10% thing, um, I think uh, we are responsible for 100% what we do with it all. And yes, we should spend some and we should give some and we should save some, we should invest some. But mm -hmm. it's, you're not off the hook at 10%. It depends on who you are and where you're going. Jack and I both have been blessed beyond our wildest imaginations. And so when Jack and I give, it's not out of like sacrificial. It seems like it's excessive. And, but like we were saying before, the more we give, the more blessings come back. And it's just like, ah, you know? <laughs> so this just happened recently. It's like, Jack says, what am I gonna do with this? Like, ah. You know, and then it keeps coming back. And it's like, almost like trying to outgive God or, you know, and it's like, and it's it's really an amazing thing that happens. So, um, yeah. Come on. I love that. And I'm so grateful for uh, this church, what God is doing. There's three uh, what we call legacy lanes, and uh, here's what our legacy lanes are. And I've really condensed them because this is just my personality. But here, there, everywhere. Here, there, 
everywhere. Here is local, what we're doing on a local level here in our city, in our uh, surrounding areas, national, uh, what we're doing in the United States, and as well as everywhere, international, all right? So do me a favor. Uh, this next part should be fun, all right? Because this is what our church has done, but also what our church is going to do here, there, and everywhere. All right, church, say it with me. Say here, there, everywhere. All right, that could be a new song, new legacy song, huh? We make it a difference here. Okay. Here, there, everywhere. All right. All right, so here's what we're doing everywhere. We're going to go from big all the way down to small. Here's what we've been doing everywhere is, man, we have partnered with Children's Cup. And uh, can I just tell you with Children's Cup, because of your generosity, we are helping uh, predominantly, it's all over, all over the world, but predominantly in Africa, we are helping, we are feeding children in Africa as well as giving them an education and building schools in Africa because of your generosity. So come on, church, give it up for yourselves. As well as Feed One program. We've heard about Feed One. And uh, we've been doing Children's Cup and Feed One. Now, this is Children's Cup for 2021. Feed One since 2019 um, as well. And in Feed One, we're feeding children in El Salvador, children in Haiti as well. Uh, any type of crisis, Feed One is there. And what we've always loved about Feed One is that not only are they giving children two square meals a day because they only get one at home, they're getting three square meals a day. But what I love about Feed One is that also they're telling them about Jesus as well as teaching them how to farm, how to grow their own food. And so that's what we love about Feed One. And, and so that's what we're doing everywhere. Here's what's next, all right? Here's what I love. Missions trips in 2022. I'm excited to go to missions. Uh, man, we tried like some pandemic got in the way, all right? And then also we have, hey girl, all right? We have our first in-house missionary that we're going to send her to Poland. I'm excited for that. All right, she doesn't even know. Wave everybody real quick, Melody. Just wave. All right, there's Melody, and uh, Matt. We are going to send her to Poland as well as we just learned of another opportunity for Leah as well. Wherever you're at, Leah, wave your hand as well. She's going full time by faith and serving a great organization. And so, Matt, how many know we're going to make a difference? We're going to make a difference. We're going to make a difference. So here's what, that's what we're going to do everywhere. All right, mission trips. I'm pumped, man. We're excited. We're supposed to go to Panama, right? We're supposed to go to South America, but how many know the devil's a liar and we're going next year, all right? Here's what we're doing there, all right? Here's there. There with ARC because of your generosity. Man, with ARC, we have helped plant 991 churches. 991 churches. Man, can I tell you also, too, we have our good friends that we've uh, personally helped out as a church as well, Brian and Emily. And, and well, it's tomorrow, 24 years of marriage. Come on. They're right here as well. Make sure you harass them. Hug their neck. Come on, somebody. All right. Brian likes, he loves hugs. Okay, just hug them all day. All right. 24 years, and they're here celebrating in Vegas. But also, uh, the Heart LA has launched, uh, what, when did they launch? September right? September. They're doing great. Here's what I love. God gave them a building in downtown LA. So that's hard LA. They're doing really good. Uh, David Randall came here. We blessed them as a church as well as the father's house in, uh, in, in Sacramento in where? Thank you so much. I am so sorry if I messed it up, guys. Cheeto. I'm sorry. All right. But yes, the Father's House, we are coaching them and we are helping them. They have secured a school in California to do church, to do church services. They're launching in January as well as the Cause Church, right? Uh, Brian is sharing uh, the Cause in Star, Idaho. How many know Idaho needs Jesus too? 
and Star Idaho. And can I just tell you about the Cobbs Church? Brian and Sharon came here. Our team spent, uh, gave them all access to everything we do here. And then afterwards, we took them to lunch and our HQ at our headquarters. And they were able, Brian and Sharon were able to ask every single person on our team, what do you do and how do you do it? What do you do and how do you do it? I have a question about this. I have a question about that. And so this is what we're doing. We are making a difference everywhere and there. We're making a difference in our country, and there's so much more we want to do, but here's what's next for there. Man, we're going to help plant, we're going to help ARC break the 1,000 barrier of life-giving churches in the United States. All right? We're going to continue to help plant churches. How many know? Man, but for Lindsay and I, how do I say this in the correct way? We, we, want, we want to do things for others that, that no one perhaps did for us. And so instead of getting bitter, we're going to get better. And we're going to plant. We are going to be a planting machine at Avenue Church. Also, uh, okay, so that's everywhere. That's there. How about, how about here? All right. Here is the Just One Project. I calculated we've given over 40 hours of, 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 just, of just time and serving and loving on the Just One Project. They feed, they feed 20,000 people every month in our city. The Just One Project, it's incredible. Club Christ, we partnered with them this year, and Club Christ here in our city, they're helping children in less fortunate circumstances come in and, and get an education, get ready for school, school supplies, all those different things as well. Uh, they help them get an education so they can go into the workforce. So, man, we love Club Christ. Also, 14 of our A-teamers went to a trauma training two weeks ago, and man, we are now getting trained uh, how to deal with trauma, but as well as we're part of uh, Kimberly Malloy, Dr. Kimberly Malloy's uh, trauma initiative, and that we're going to make a difference in our city. Now, can I just tell you the next time, and, and man, I, our prayer is God protects the city. God loves this city. I ain't sin city. It's God's city. Uh, God protects this city, but it, next time there, there, there is a crisis because we live in a broken and fallen world, we're going to be there. We're going to be there. We're going to help, we're going to hug, we're going to love, and we're going to get them through trauma. But as well as uh, Rundle Elementary, I remember that, right? Miss Rebecca's school. And, uh, man, we donated school supplies to my east side. Come on, somebody. And, uh, man, we were able to bless that elementary school. That's what we're doing here in our city. And there's so much more we want to do. But can I just tell you, here at Avenue Church, please get excited for this. Uh, uh, Matt, 386 people have accepted Jesus. That's incredible. That's huge. And can I be real with you online as well? Uh, we, we, we don't do this. We don't go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, 20, 20, write down 20. We only count, we only count connect cards. And so during this pandemic, I know this number was greater during the pandemic because we weren't getting connect cards and we weren't getting online forms because y'all, that's all I'm going to say. But you know what? We, we want to make sure we have integrity in every number. We're not just throwing numbers up on a screen, but 386 people have filled out a connect card and check mark. I gave my life to Jesus or I rededicated my life to Jesus. That's huge. That's huge. How about this? How many were here last Sunday? Nine people got into that water baptism tank. Nine. Man, I'm so proud. One of them got in with their clothes on. You know, like, like I need to get baptized. It was powerful. So uh, here at Avenue Church, 130 people have been water baptized. It's, now, can I tell you, every semester we do small groups, and my small group's the best group. 
Just letting you know that. Just running out there. All right, where's my lunch and learn people there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and so, man, we, so we're on break. We're going to be picking up back in the uh, spring semester. But uh, here's what I love. Every semester we do small groups. And can I just tell you, this semester was our biggest semester yet. We have 15 small groups all over the city of Las Vegas. And can I tell you, man, we have North Las Vegas small groups. We have Henderson small groups. We have Northwest small groups. We have Southwest small groups. We have small groups all over our city. Also, what we did here, and this is my, this is, I mean, this is my favorite, but this is pretty, pretty cool too, is uh, we brought on a next-gen director, Brittany Fink, and she's rocking it with our kids. Our kids are busting at the seams over there. She's rocking out uh, Avenue students on Thursday nights as well. Uh, man, there's just, there's, there's so much that we're doing at our church. Young adults last Friday, right? Young adults, where you at, all right? Man, young adults had a Friendsgiving. I saw, oh, but I did that. Friendsgiving, is that what you guys call it? You know, like, that a Friendsgiving. Also, what we did here at Avenue is we rebranded Avenue Kids. All shirts, canopies, things like that. Because, man, we wanted to say, you know what, maybe our colors are a little off, like orange and blue, you know. And so now we have this whole color scheme and all those different things. You might be saying, so what's, so what's next? Huh, Pastor, what's next? You know what I mean? Like, so here's what we're doing what's next is we have a big heart for the foster care system in our city. And a huge heart for our foster care system. And so what we're doing, and we're going to talk about this more next Sunday, but we are adopting 40 kids for Christmas as a church. And we're getting, we already, we got names, we got ages, we got what they want for Christmas, and uh, we're going to make an impact. And can I just tell you, this is just Christmas fostering hope here in our, in our valley, but they're going to be a new partner for us, and we are going to make an impact. Can I tell you, like, like you are not an oops, you're not an accident, God wants you and we want you, you know? And man, we want to make an impact in our city with fostering hope. Also, there's a, um, you see our canopy back there, we have a new believers assimilation. And uh, we understand Connect's amazing, our formerly growth track, steps one, two, three, three and four, get on the team, make a difference. But Pastor Lindsay and the team, they've got together and they've done a really phenomenal job. Uh, man, I just gave my life to Jesus. What do I do? Well, get into Connect. Go into Connect. But go to the canopy first. We have some great material for you. We're helping people not just read their Bible, but even see the Bible come to life and Bible reading plans. Uh, we're giving you a free book by Chris Hodges called What's Next? I took a major step. What do I do? What's next? We have this. We have groups coming that we're going to be talking a little bit more about this. How do I go deeper in my relationship with Jesus? Because I don't know how to by myself. I need others to help me. We have a new believer's assimilation and, uh, and we, we do have a need. Um, every week we're, we're pulling out more and more chairs. Every week our kids are busting at the seams. We, we have a need for another service. Another service. And uh, yeah, it's huge. And, uh, and for me, I want you to know my heart. My heart is another service is another service. That's double the eight team, double amazing volunteers, uh, double the time, the length, all those different things. But I am grateful. Can I just tell you, this is a good problem to have. It's a great problem to have. Now, how many know we are one church in two locations? We have our online uh, audience as well. Guys, I hope you're commenting. Go, come on, somebody. Because we're also working on our online uh, broadcast, lower thirds. I mean, there's things that we want to do. But right now, we have another service. But can I just share with you, and this is, this is personal uh, for me because 
Um, I've, I've, I've grown up in church. I've been a part of church. I've been on staff at churches. Um, but, but, but you trigger finger back there, huh? No. But this is my perhaps God prayer. A permanent building. A permanent building. A place to call home. Now hear my heart. It's, 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 it's not a uh, 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 capital campaign. I'm not, I'm not doing those. And it's not, this is what we need, you know. We'll never ask you to give. We'll ask you to ask God. And I, you know, I'm, obviously we're going, people around us is going to help us, but perhaps God will give us a building. Go back, no, go back, go back, go back. Yeah, perhaps God will, will give us a building that where we can bring people to come in and we'll feed them groceries, but then we'll pray for them. And man, we'll feed them for the week or the month. Maybe God can heal them after we receive those items. A lot of times people are more open to prayer when they learn how much you care. Now, I have so much fun at the Just One Project and say, how are you doing today? Some people have their windows like shut and then, then they crack it and then finally it comes all the way down. I'm like, what's up? You know, and, and people are smiling and they're enjoying it instead of being embarrassed. No one should ever have that, that feeling. But I'm saying, can we meet? Me? And this is not, oh, Pastor Jeremy, this is what he wants. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just, I got ideas. But here's what I want to share with you. I don't want, our church, our city doesn't need just another church building. Our city doesn't need just another church service. Our city needs revival, right? Our city doesn't need another church service. But man, our city, they they have some needs that need to be met. You know, I was walking through uh, I was in Anaheim this week and I've been on the strip as well. You walk in like Caesar's Palace, right? If you go to Caesar's Palace, you go upstairs, that second level. There's massive rooms. In my church planner heart, I'm always like, they could put like three churches in here. You know what I mean? Like, like this is incredible, right, Brian and Emily? I mean, it's just like, are you serious? And I love the entertainment industry. And I, I, I love, here's what I love about Vegas. People are always like, like, where's your church on the strip? No, but we have amazing people that work on the strip that attend Avenue. There's people that want another service because they're working right now. And they're watching us on the rebroadcast and we hear you. But I, I want you to understand, I don't want just another building that's open on Sunday or open on Wednesday night. Here's kind of our dream. I want a building that, number one, you go to the next slide. Number one is a church, and a church with English and Espanol. Jesus Cristo, te amo mucho. El diablo caca. But also, we want a counseling center. We want a counseling center that's open 24-7 that, that individuals can come in and receive trauma and receive help and receive. We want a counseling center. Now, I want a community outreach. We used to, we used to service uh, one day, 10,000 guests of honor, 2,000 volunteers. Man, we want to do that uh, uh, often. Man, we want to make Just One Project say, hey, Just One, come to our property. All right, come, come here, and, and we have plenty of room. And, and man, you know, because every location that Just One has, it's bit bottlenecking into the streets. It's become unsafe for volunteers and cars. Man, we want a leadership college. And this is twofold. Hear me out. This is twofold. You can clap for that, right? We want a leadership college. We want individuals to get their degree if you're a young adult or if you're a working adult. 
He could come in in the evenings, do online, whatever it is. But we want a leadership college here. And we want a, a building that has meeting spaces. You know how many weddings I've done that in, in, like, in, in venues, you know? Like in Vegas, you can only see a venue that's like a 1,000 or 2,000 people venue. And then there's venues maybe 20 or 30 or 50 maybe. Now we want to say, you know what? We, we, can, we can organize your, 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 your event, your thing, whatever it is, meeting spaces. We want a print shop. We want a print shop. So people are like, why? So we can employ people from our church and create merch that can go out to other churches, organizations, things like that. Man, come on, everybody. We want a daycare center. We want a daycare center. That's not crazy expensive. Can I get an amen? And maybe that daycare center will eventually lead to a Christian school. I don't know. But listen to me. I'm not doing like any of these things. I'm going to do this one. Can you imagine me? Like, oh, hold on. I'm going to go counsel this person. Hold on. I'm going to go leadership. Now, we need people in all of these avenues. Here's what I love. We need a coffee shop. I want a coffee shop. I love coffee, and Jesus does too. He wrote a book in the Bible called Hebrews. That was good, huh? As you drink your energy drinks. But man, we want a coffee shop. That's, that's a great place for people to come. Work, do their homework, meet people. But also, man, maybe that coffee shop can impact missions. Maybe that coffee shop can impact all the local ministries that we have. A coffee shop where we hire people and baristas, things like that. But it's a coffee shop that is open uh, Monday through Sunday. It's open during church. Maybe, maybe. We put a recording studio. Because you know what's interesting is Lorenzo and I and my wife, pandemic hits, we go in my garage. We're filming in my garage in Vegas. It's, I, I, don't have a, I don't have a big garage, number one. I, my garage is not insulated, nor is there AC in that garage. Matter of fact, we had to turn off the portable AC to film. And so we're like, do I have a fever? Am I dying? Am I okay? Welcome to Avenue Church. We're so glad you're here, you know. But you know, in a, in a great tragedy like that you know how many people we met that had no idea how to film or record they didn't know how to film a song a worship set a sermon an announcement we want to be a recording studio that can be open to our city and say hey come on in we'll, we'll record that message for you we'll record that video announcement we'll record that whatever it is uh, man you feel a call or business whatever it is we'll, we'll do all these are all things that are on our heart and man God could keep adding to this I love what even Steve and Jackie said in the video. Proverbs chapter 13 is what they quote it. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. And that's what I want to do. Man, whenever, whenever I go and I'm in heaven and God heals me, I'm going to go, Marco, Paula, I heard you got it. Because I can hear again. Whenever I go to heaven, I want to leave a legacy for Levi, for his children. Man, I want, I want to leave a legacy in my family, my life, number one. But number two, I want to leave a legacy in the city in the United States. That if Avenue would ever close, would our city miss us? And number one, it's never going to close because God said the gates of hell would not prevail against it. But number two, it's God's church. But it says, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. It's laid up for the righteous. There's a building out there somewhere that people will look at it just like they look at Nehemiah on the wall, Dunatos. And they said, how 
it's it's it, it, it did all the things that pastor listed that's on his heart. How? I mean, how many know? I think we need a big building, not to have a big building, but to have big ministry. I don't want to, we don't, our city doesn't need another mega church. They need a church building mega people. That's what we need. Good preaching always rhymes. By the first thing chapter 14. Jonathan said to his young arbor bear, you know, I love this context because Jonathan said they're hiding and they're afraid, but perhaps God will act on our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving. I want you to hear my heart. Perhaps God will give us a building, but if he doesn't, we're not stopping. We're still going to make an impact here, there, and everywhere. Understand that. It is not, trust me, I feel like we could do more ministry if we don't have to set up and tear down. I feel like we could do more ministry. I mean, even last week we're crying. I was like, drain the tank. <laughs> the baptism tank. Drain it. I'll be here all day. You know. But I love this. Jonathan said, hey, this is what perhaps God will. And the armor bearer said, do all that you have in mind. Go ahead. I'm with you, heart and soul. At this moment, the armor bearer could have said, that's crazy. He could have said, there's only one sword between the two of us. You know I mean? Are over there? This is insane. You know what's interesting is vision moves at the pace of generosity. One sets the vision and the other sets the pace. Can be really transparent with you. Next year, we're going to be five years. I'm going super long. I apologize, church. Next year's going to be five years. Can I just share with you? Do we have to wait till you're 20? And I know there's a learning process and a learning journey. But God didn't go, yo, John, your dad's got a lot more years on you, and he's the king. Hey, Jonathan, you better, better know your place before you go up there. God said, let's go. And he caused confusion. God fought his battles. The entire army didn't go, whoa, look at Jonathan. The entire, the entire army said, whoa, look at God. And they came out from hiding. And they joined in on the battle. Here's my heart today. Here's what I want to finish with. And the point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Steve and Jackie talked about this. They didn't say, they didn't say, oh, man, we, we just couldn't sacrificially give because they, they, they were given their abundance because every time they sacrificially gave, God sacrificially gave back. And here's what I love. Each must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves cheerful giver. You know, this week, Legacy Offering, we do this every year. Every year. If you're brand new with us, just receive today. Man, if God uh, you know, says, you put an amount in your heart, whatever, be obedient to God because he's going to open up the windows of heaven. He's going to pour out a blessing over your life. But at the beginning of this week, my wife's like, we should really, we have coffee every morning in the front. She's like, we should, let's, 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 let's be praying about our amount. Because how I many know we give as well? I ain't just up here, blah, 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 and then, yeah. But we give as well. And 
And she goes, let's, 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 let's take some time, let's pray. And I was like, I was, it was literally like this. And I go, well, I have an amount. And she goes, what's your amount? I go, you tell me the amount first, you know. And she said the amount, and it was the exact amount that I believe the Lord told me. It took 10 seconds. And we just, we just knew. You know what I love? It makes me cheerful. It is not like, ah, <laughs> you know, ah, ramen noodles this week, you know what I mean? Like, ah. But it's like, I am giving what God decided in my heart, not reluctantly, not because I have to. Here's what, it, and I never saw this before. This is Second uh, Corinthians chapter 9. I got to close, worship team. We're going to pivot and get out of here, okay? But here's what the next one says. And he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed. They'll supply and multiply your seed and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which Drew will produce thanksgiving to God. I love this because when you give your heart and soul, God will supply and multiply. So church, will you stand with me, please? And let's just take uh, just a moment. Worship team, if you're able to do that song in maybe just a minute or so. Terry, I know you're going to be back there in just a minute or so. But church, I want to encourage you. I want you to ask God. We'll never ask you to give. But today is Legacy Sunday for our church. To propel the vision of our church here, there, and everywhere. And we all, we're not passing buckets. We're not doing that. Uh, we, are, we have giving boxes and we got online. On the envelopes, there's legacy check mark. That's all we're going to do because we're crazy enough to say it is your choice for you to ask God. To say, God, thank you. So just take, man, just take a minute or so. I want you to close your eyes. Man, I want you to just ask God. God, thank you. God, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that when I give heart and soul, you don't leave me empty-handed. That you supply and you multiply.
Never have about if I. You muted me because I was singing so good. <laughs> Whatever happened if I closed if you heard today? And you said, Pastor, I know you're talking about money and generosity. But man, the Holy Spirit, man, I just for some reason I know that God loves me. And if that's you today and you say, I want to give my life to Jesus. Pastor, will you lead me to prayer? I'm a, I will go to that camp. I will go to connect. You don't have to. If you're here today and you say, I want a prayer, prayer, ask Jesus in my heart. I just want you to say this to yourself. Say, dear Jesus, say thank you for paying for what I did. Say thank you for dying on the cross. Say, Jesus, forgive me my sins. Say, be the Lord of my life. Say, because today, I know you're real. And today, I know you love me just as I am. Because I now know who I am. I'm saved. I'm redeemed. I'm a child of God.